everyone. I'm Chris White. And I'm Stevens Brown. And we're from Tap Pest Control Insulation. And we want to thank you again for downloading our podcast today. And glad to see you took some time to listen to us. Yeah, no, this this week's episode is going to be you know, a different one. It's also going to be interesting. Uh, we're going to talk about the option of using, you know, a subcontractor to uh, to do the tap work, you know, and uh, and the regulations that kind of that govern them, that, that float around that. Um so, Chris, I wanna I do want to start by discussing kind of the advantages and the disadvantages of using a subcontractor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the subcontractor is a uh, it's a great option. I think overall, there are some drawbacks to it, but um, I think the I think the advantages certainly outweigh the drawbacks. Um, but the you know the things that you want to look at if you're a, a PMP and you're looking at getting into tap maybe you know, funds, maybe you're not quite as large to be able to, to spend the funds. And, you know, you can, you know, to buy equipment and everything, you're, you're looking at, um, you know, at least 15,000 if you're getting a, a vacuum and a blower, plus you got to have the, the trucks and the supplies and everything else. So it's a good little investment to get going, certainly worth it in the long run. But, you know, some companies just aren't, may not have the liquidity to be able to do that. So this is a great way uh, that you don't have to have any equipment purchases. Really, all you're going to do is sell the product and then have the uh, the subcontractor do the work for you. Yeah, you, um, you can pretty much start selling it immediately. So it's, it's a great, yeah. fast entry. Yeah, you get right into it. You get, you know, of course, get trained. You're going to have to, you know, work with that sub to get their uh, rate cards, develop your rate card. And we have a whole program for that to help, help do that. But the, um, you know, the other advantage is um, it, it's year-round sales for you. Um, you know, many PMPs oftentimes do have a little slower period in the su- in the summertime for uh, insulation, simply because the bug activity is so high with other things. They yeah, on the spray calls, on the on the termite jobs, all that stuff. Yeah, sort of sideline the tap sales for a little bit until the until the winter, and that's when you know, we really see a pickup. But um, when you're using a subcontractor, you really can sell it all year round and not really have a, a slow season. Um, so it's, it's a real great way to be able to do that, uh, especially when, you know, you can you get somebody um, as a sub who's experienced in this. And typically, you know, we do have our own uh, preferred subs that we, we have in certain markets. But the, um, the advantage is they're experienced. You yeah. know, they, they know how to put insulation and they know what needs to be done. There's no training for them. You know, they're already there. Yep. <clears throat> so. Now there are some things on the you know on the flip side and disadvantages. Stephen, do you want to talk about those? Yeah, I mean, like you were saying, it's something that if the shoe fits, you know, it's been very successful. But you know, on the other side of the fence, some of the the drawbacks or you know maybe the disadvantages, depending upon how you're set up, is you know if you're one of those that loves to control all of your programs in house you're now kind of becoming dependent on others, you know? So there is that, you know, control that, that exact customer service level and all that, that you're, that you are handing over. And and sometimes that can be tough. Um, you know, yeah, and knowing what you're getting, you know, you want to make sure you're comfortable that that person is representing you. well. Yep, exactly. Um, the next thing would, would probably be, you know, your margins are lower, uh, a little bit lower because, you know, you're obviously paying those guys to, to do the install and do the labor there. Um, so that, you know, that it circles back around to having a really good sub, um, and that kind of thing. Now, oh, go ahead. 
Oh, no, no. <laughs> I didn't say anything, I don't think. But, oh, gotcha. Um, but no, I mean, but you're right, though. I mean, having a good sub and that, and that kind of thing, which kind of leads me into, I mentioned the preferred subs that we have. So we do have preferred subcontractors where we've introduced them into the market um, to be able to um, uh, help our customers out in these cases. And, and we do, we are very particular and we do have a process that we follow to make sure that we have somebody who will, who, who number one, uh, knows how to do the work well. Yep. Um, is following the current techniques um, that's approved in the industry because you know it has things have changed over the years. Uh, you know the the methods of install, um, energy codes change. Um, so there's different things that we want to follow. We want to make sure that we're not taking someone who's doing things like you know like they did back in 1930. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, making sure we're following the front and then make sure they represent everybody well make sure they have some experience in subcontracting and that they represent uh the pmp well yeah so some of the areas we do this now the number one we're part of a group called uh, nice which is um uh, it's an insulation exchange where we have these really high-end contractors these national insulation contractors exchange is what it stands for nice and so it's a uh, it's limited there's under 50 companies that are in this group and it's not just a group you join if you want to pay the fee uh, you have to be selected so these are all the really top contractors in the country that are known for excellent work excellent customer service uh, they pay their bill they're upstanding folks in the community so there's a lot that goes into this before they're even asked to join this group so Oftentimes, we're looking at those folks um, in, in, in getting their interest in doing something like this. Now, we, it's, it's not exclusive that we get everybody there because some of those folks are, uh, may not be interested in doing it at this time. They're, they're too busy or you know, for different reasons. So other ways we look at it are um, reaching out into the um, field. Now, I have a background, as, as most people might know, that um, I've been in this cellulose industry for over 15 years with a couple of major manufacturers. And at the same time, I have a lot of connections where uh, I know a lot of contractors or I have connections that know contractors in the market that uh, we do uh, kind of vet those folks out and we're able to find some, some great folks. Yeah, I and it's really based on a lot of the feedback we get from uh, folks we know in the market, and then actually doing a visit and looking at what they do. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you, and just to hint on that, just for our PMP listeners, you know, we, when Chris says vet, you know, process, we, we vet them pretty, pretty hard. You know, we, we, we sit down with them, we go on site, we, we learn their operations, you know, we make sure that they understand, you know, that customer service and how that relationship translates to the pest control world, which is huge. Yeah, so it's it's really trying to uh, make sure that we're looking at the right things, that these guys know what they're doing. And, and sometimes, you know, what we do find is, um, I mean, there, there are some that uh, are great contractors that have a great following, that, that really do well. Others may have been um, part of a PMP at one point, um, installing TAP, and have seen the advantage of moving into uh, offering the service for other PMPs on their own. Yep. So, a lot of different things, a lot of different factors. Now, it doesn't preclude that you know a, a, a PMP can go out and find a, uh, a contractor on their own. Yep. 
Um, but, you know, you have to be careful. I think that's the main thing. You don't just want to go through the, the phone book and then pick yeah, up. Yeah, no, I think you and I have both, you know, had to help some PMPs get, get out of those examples where they, you know, they've they've entered into a partnership and it's it's been pretty bad um, for them. So that's why, you know, I, I'm glad you went into detail on the preferred subs, you know, our preferred subs that we have set up because that that is that is the most vital piece. Um, that leads yeah. me into kind of another part of the discussion. Um, we were talking about different areas, and that's the discussion on regulations. And so here's a question kind of for you, and let's talk about, you know, with the audience is, is can they work under the PMP's license, meaning the subcontractor? Yeah, there's there's 50 different answers for that question, Stevens. Um, every state has their own interpretation and their own rules on how things work, but it does also – uh, fall into a couple of buckets, I would say. I mean, and it gets a little more intricate than that, but for simplicity's sake, um, there's a couple of buckets. So the first bucket, I would say, is that, yes, you can, in some states, they do allow the subcontractor to work under the uh, license of the PMP. Now, because TAP is an EPA-registered pesticide, it can only be sold by the PMP, a licensed yep, customer. Correct. So it cannot be sold by the uh, by the contractor. It's very similar to, um, you know, we are a general use pesticide, so our product can be, it, it can be purchased by a contractor. So when these preferred contractors are, they can actually purchase TAP. They just can't put it in a homeowner's home unless it was sold by the PMP. So it, it's not not unlike any general use pesticide, right? So I can go out and I can buy a can of wasp spray, right? And spray a wasp nest to kill the wasp. Now, if I'm a, let's just say I'm a uh, professional painter and I'm painting somebody's house and I go out and I see a wasp nest up at the peak of the house and I get some wasp spray and I, I spray it and then I charge that homeowner for killing those wasps, that's yep. illegal. And same thing that if a contractor goes out and buys tap and then charges the homeowner for putting it in, that's illegal. So it's the same premise there that the product's available, but it allows the contractor to be able to stock the product in their own uh, inventory, but be able to work under the PMP so long as the PMP sold it. And, and that's very similar to all of our uh, preferred contractors. Now, the second bucket and there are many states that fall into this bucket as well, is that they are not able to work under the license of the PMP. They actually have to have their own pest control license. So now we're talking about insulation contractors also becoming a licensed pest control yep. company. That is pretty much uh, that's not very com yeah. uh, common. <laughs> and it's very hard, as, as some of you know, the and this is where the regulations get a little bit uh, different is, you know, how they do become yeah. one. Um, and oftentimes it requires years of experience of working under another company. And that's just not something you yeah. have. And, and just so, you know, if you're a PMP out there and you're listening to this and you're, if this is something you want to explore, but you're, you're going, ah, you know, I don't really know. Feel free to give, you know, you know, myself or, or definitely Chris a call. Um, we're happy to kind of go over this with you, you know, where you're at, 
let let you know the relationships that we do have formed with you know the preferred subs uh, and 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 go about it like that. But Chris, talking about the uh, you know this the discussion on regulations and the and the PMP license, let's let's take another angle and let's look about look look to an insulation license. Is there such a thing, you know, and how how does that come into into play with it? Yeah, that, that's becoming more of an interesting topic. So if you're using a subcontractor and, you know, there's any question of an insulation license, typically an insulation contractor will have one. Um, and it's easy to ask them, you know, for that and have them prove that they have it. Um, the question I think comes up is to, you know, both on the PMP side is, do we need an insulator's license? And traditionally, the answer to that is no, because it is a primarily regulated by the uh, pest control industry or the, or the regulators, pest control regulators, because it is a, a yep. pesticide. So therefore you can't have two agencies regulating the same uh, product line. So it's, it's primarily the, uh, it's the EPA. Um, and therefore you have to have that license. Now in some states that line is getting blurred. And of course the, the building, uh, the building, uh, boards and so forth are trying to get their hands in to get the, their fees and saying, oh, no, you need to have an insulator's license. Fortunately, it's kind of the best of both worlds when you have the uh, preferred sub because they're already going to have those licenses. They have their, usually they have a contractor's license. They have the insulator's license. Um, if they're able to work under your PMP uh, license, then uh, they've got yeah. everything. And, and that's a huge advantage for, for using that. I, you know, some states are very strict. Um, I have not seen where it's written down that they have to have both, um, you know, provided you're a PMP installing tap. I haven't seen it written anywhere that you need to have an insulator mm -hmm. license. Um, I do hear some uh, regulators uh, enforcing it that way, but uh, fortunately in, in states like uh, California where that does happen, you do have uh, two uh, rather large uh, preferred contractors who do a lot of yeah. work out there uh, and do a great job with multiple. And look, luckily, the the structural pest control board always seems to stand up and go, "No, it's a pesticide." <laughs> so that's that's a good good side of it. Right. Well, hey, we we've talked about you know having preferred subcontractors, but go over with me and for the listeners where we have that established. Yeah. So currently, I mean, we we do cover a pretty good area. We are always looking for more. Um, and we are always willing to work with um, uh, contractors that somebody may have identified. So if you have a, if you're a PMP that you have a, somebody identified out there, we're willing to work with them to try to get them on as a preferred. Uh, they typically do need to look, cover a larger area, but we have um, we have subcontractors in uh, Louisiana uh, covers all of Louisiana. His company also covers into Houston, Texas. Yeah. I believe he goes a little uh, yeah, bit into Mississippi yeah. too. Yeah, he'll cover into Mississippi. It's not his. Uh, I think he's doing that for some particular customers right now. But yeah, he's uh, he covers a really large area. A very good uh, contractor of ours out there. Raider Insulation, excellent guy. Then into uh, Western Pennsylvania, um, I have a, a guy out there. Uh, his name is Randy. He's doing a great job for us there. Um, we have one out in Virginia. Uh, and we also have New Mexico, Nevada. I mentioned California, where we have uh, two very large guys, uh, companies called Truhe and Alliance Environmental. Um, 
they also, uh, Alliance also covers out into Arizona and Nevada. So we're covering in those areas. Uh, I also have uh, a company in Connecticut. They will go anywhere in Connecticut. Uh, we also have right in our backyard, Yo! Georgia, uh, Georgia Insulators. <laughs> got to, got to <laughs> represent. Uh, Georgia Insulators, yeah, doing a great job. Uh, Maryland, uh, we have uh, probably one of our older uh, subcontractors that we uh, started with uh, way back when, um, DeVere, uh, DeVere Insulation. They're excellent uh, partners for us. And then uh, I got somebody up in, in southeast uh, Michigan. Uh, who's done a little bit of work recently, uh, fairly new with us, but he's uh, he's doing a great job. Uh, finally, uh, we also yep. have in Florida, uh, and that's that's Ryan Getman. He's out of uh, his name is his company's name is RBI Services of Florida. Uh, he covers from Tampa across to Orlando South, and actually we're gonna we're gonna get him on the phone here. Yeah, I sounds good. We're about that. to have him on and uh, let him. You know, share some of his experiences with with Tav. We got a couple of good questions for him. Yeah, so we're we're gonna we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna give him tell us a little bit about, about his company and then why he decided to go with Tav and then how it's gone so far. So we're gonna get him on the phone right now. Hey, so we're uh, here with with Ryan Getman. Ryan uh, is the owner of RBI Services of Florida. How you doing, Ryan? Good. Yourself? Yeah, doing great. Doing great. So. Uh, we're we're uh, our episode today. We were talking about subcontractors, and you have been subcontracting TAP for a little while now. Can you give us a little background about yourself and and how you got started? Well, background on myself: I used to work for the uh, bigger pest control companies, two of the bigger ones in Florida here, um, doing their TAP program and everything. And then I kind of left the pest control scene, uh, went to government work, and then started looking into it again and found out i can do a subcontractor work doing tap pest control insulation and started my business four years ago and uh just growing it more and more every day yeah yeah i mean you've had the uh, so i think that's the thing that um that's important is you've had a good background in in offering tap and, and doing the work so you you kind of had all that knowledge getting into it and then kind of seeing what you know the opportunity was so you know, you talk a little bit about that, about some of the things you've done in the past and with, uh, with TAP. So when I was working for the bigger companies, we were uh, doing uh, mainly just caps. And uh, one company, we're just mainly doing cap overs. And then uh, one of the second company I worked for, we're doing more of the removal and everything. And we were covering from central Florida all the way to southern Florida. Uh, big area for, uh, I think we had four people at that time. And then... Uh, when I left there, thank you. I worked for them for about three years, and then when I left there, kind of went on the government train, and then uh, I noticed, uh, you know, I could start providing tap to smaller pest control companies, and and then uh, talked to Chris about doing the subcontractor work and everything, and it's blossomed from there. Awesome, awesome, yeah. So. So you got into it, everything, uh, you know, with the knowledge that you had, it seemed like a good, uh, a good avenue to go. What is it that uh, you saw as an advantage to a lot of the pest control companies to use a sub? Yeah, you don't have the manpower, you don't have the equipment cost set up, um, you know, the way that we structure it, you know, you can make quite a bit of money um, just selling it 
and you have no risk. You know, you don't have the manpower, you don't have the insurance, you don't have the liability, someone falling through drywall, um, hitting a water line, um, all kinds of things. I mean, we do drilling fields also, and I've seen them done incorrectly. And uh, I've seen people mess up some drywall and blow it out on other companies. And, uh, you know, we're, we're trained to do all that. And we just basically you, if you come with us, you get our program and we have a vast knowledge of, uh, doing tap for quite a long time now. Yeah. And if what I understand, you have a great way to you know, really keep it easy with, uh, the rate cards that you set up for your customers. It's not, it's not real complicated. And I guess that's the key, right? You want to make yes, it sir. as simple as possible. Simplicity. <laughs> Make it simple as possible. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it just kind of falls right into uh, one of the buckets of whether it's a, uh, uh, you know, a, a cap over or removal and an install of full tap. It's just a simple one price, easy, and then everything gets done, right? You're not adding yes, in all of these other things. It's like it includes everything. Yep. The price that you get on that price card is the price that you're going to pay per square foot. Um, we break it down to square footage on the price cards. So if a house is a thousand square feet for the X amount of price that it is on the price card, that's what you're going to pay. There's no hidden fees or anything of that nature. Right. So, I mean, it, when I say, you know, when I say it includes all of it, it includes stuff like you're putting in baffles, right? Yes, sir. You're, you're doing recessed light covers. All of, all of those things are getting done. Back. So, uh, so you, you know, when you go forth, you, you put the hatch master right over that. All that's right included in there, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so that, that's, uh, that's the beauty of it is you don't have to worry about all of these other things. And, uh, it just gets done uh, the way it should get done you know, by somebody who's got the experience. And uh, so, Ryan, um, where do you cover? Let's do a little promo for yourself. Where do you? Where does RBI go? Uh, we go as far north as Orlando and as far south as Miami um, and both coasts of Florida. So we do the east and west coast of Florida. Nice. Nice. That's a great area. And there's a lot of – I know there's a lot of demand out there and um, a lot of things going on. Um, I'm sure you're getting a lot of interest from pest control companies to, to have you do their work. I know – I know I started off working with you a few, you know, a couple of years ago myself, and, and I know I've seen you grow, and you've gone from uh, really just doing it part-time into a full-time uh, company now, and really just rocking and rolling with it. How's things going well? You got some big plans? Yes, sir. We hired a guy this year. Um, we got new equipment last year. Um, you know, we're growing. We went from a 1988 machine and got brand new equipment, um, you know, last year so it's uh it's definitely growing um you know building area building down here is growing really well um you know new construction they're they're using the benefit of tap but pest control companies are really getting the benefit from it you know they don't have the manpower they don't start up anything of that right and you and you of course have all of the um licensing and everything and i know florida is one of those that's a uh it's a tough state. It's one of those that the, um, you know, anyone installing it has to have a, uh, a pest control license. In addition, you also have uh, your insulation licensing. So. The state of Florida requires you to have three years in just a pest control. Didn't already apply for the license. So it, it Florida is, is tough. Yeah. So, but the beauty is you have all that and, uh, 
you know, you've got that experience in the pest control world. You have your license. You have the the uh, insulation uh, aspect of it as well. So uh, nobody has to worry about uh, making sure you know you have the right credentials because you certainly do. Yes, sir. You know, we're licensed, insured. Got to, you know, got to keep all the licensing and insurance up to date. Right. Yeah, and and that's one of the reasons why you know you are a, a TAP preferred. Uh, contractor for a subcontractor that you've uh, you've met and, and checked all those boxes and uh, you know we have no problems uh, having you out there because and I think the, the great thing about it too is you have worked in the pest control world you know what companies expect you know the professionalism the uh, you know the communication and everything else so it's it's important to have all that and uh, so companies when they do hire you know that you're an extension of what they do also the nice thing is you know when we're in the attics installing tent you know my background when i work for the bigger companies i used to do termite work and you know i know how to find the uh, you know dry wood termites is one big thing here in florida being in the attics down here and you know if we spot any you know damage or frass or anything we notify the uh, company right away so they can get out there and get their termite um, contract taken care of out there also so, I mean, when we're in the attics, we're looking for just about everything. Wow, so you're another set of eyes. Look at that. <laughs> Two for one. <laughs> well, that's great, Ryan. Hey, I appreciate it. I know you're a busy guy, and I'm glad you took some time out for me today. And uh, glad things are going well. And uh, if anybody wants to get in touch with it, what's the best way for someone, you know, a website, an email? Yeah, so we have uh, we have Facebook. Uh, we have a website. It's RBI Services of Florida. Um, it's my company name. Um, you can reach me uh, via email through the website, or uh, you can give me a call at 239-321-4860. Um, that's my direct line. Um, if you have any questions at all, just give me a call. Awesome. Well, Ryan, thank you very much. And, yes, sir. Uh, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again. Have a great day, buddy. Thank you, Chris. You have a good day, too. All right. See ya. See ya. Well, that was a great interview. Ryan's a, Ryan's a great guy. Thanks, uh, Thanks for coming on, no doubt. So let's transition and get into some of our questions. Uh, we had two come in over the, the, the past couple weeks. And so uh, question one is from Jeff in Vermont. And Jeff wants to know who distributes TAP? Ah, where can you get TAP? Um, yeah, so you can actually get TAP. Um, of course, you can buy it from us directly. Um, but... You know, we we have just opened up Viserys, which is formerly yep. um, Unibar, that many people may have known or, or used. A lot of PMPs use uh, uh, had used Unibar and now Viserys, and uh, they do carry our product across the country right now. So they're able to uh, to support. Uh, any of that, uh, any of the needs that you might have. And uh, the reason we went with them too is it's much quicker. They're able to get product to uh, our customers much faster than uh, than we can on an LTL and usually for less money um, because they're stocking, you know, full trailer loads on site. Uh, they get a, a break because of the shipping and so forth. When you ship more, it costs less. So rather than if you compare just buying one pallet versus the 22 or 24 that they're getting at one time, they're able to sell the product to our customers for less yeah. money and get it there quicker. So that's a, that's a great way to, 
De definitely give your give your rep a call, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I got another question that came in. Steve out of Indiana, he asked, uh, hey, what's the proper technique to hand <laughs> I think he's, yeah, right. I at think least he's, we know he listened, right? Poking a funny shot at me. Um, <laughs> no, that's that's a good one. Uh, so the the, uh, the hand snuffling technique, Steve. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a joke, but in all seriousness, it's, it can help you, you know, when you're ending your job, when you're getting around the, uh, the scuttle hole of the attic stairwell pull down system, and you know, you've got that tap blowing out, you can, you can turn down the blowing power a little bit, but if you take your hand and just kind of dab it over the end of the hose, you're able to kind of knock down that insulation. So it'll fall kind of directly where you need it. Same thing. If you've, if you've got a, you know, a joist cavity right below you, you kind of need to fill you can kind of, you know, just drop your hand over that hose and make that insulation, you know, fall right where you need it to. So that's the, that's the hand snuffling technique. <laughs> hand snuffled. I think you got to trademark yeah, that. Might have uh, to turn turn something into hand snuffled. Turn, make something out of that. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, we uh, invite you guys uh, listening. Please send in your your questions. Um, you know, we'd love to answer those for you. Uh, they, can, they can be funny. And, and we want to thank Jeff and Steve for yours. We're going to send you out that tap gift pack. Anybody uh, sends in questions that we use on the podcast, we will get you a tap uh, gift pack. Podcast at tapinsulation.com. Real simple to remember. Podcast yeah, so at tapinsulation.com. So, hey, let's, let's see. Yeah, we're going to move into the next portion, right? Heard in the field. This is real life stories that we've heard from folks like you or experienced ourselves. And, uh, you so know, uh, personally, I don't. Um, I don't want to tell the same one twice. And I was, I was looking over our email. We, we didn't get one that came in this week. Chris, you, you got one? Yeah, I think I've exhausted <laughs> a lot of mine. Um, you know, we've, we've been doing we've done a bunch of episodes. We don't really have a whole lot. But, but hey, let me, uh, in place of it, let me throw this one at you. So... There's, and, I, and I know we said. Oh boy, I'm excited. I, I can't. <laughs> so three guys are out hunting. Yep. Right, they're out hunting deer. Uh, they all go out in the woods. First one come comes back, and he has a deer. And uh, he asks, "Well, how'd you get the deer?" He says, "Me find tracks. Me follow tracks. Me get deer." Next guy goes out in the woods. He comes back with a deer and they says how'd you get the deer and he said me find tracks me follow tracks me get deer okay third guy goes out he comes back he's all tattered and beat up and it's like what happened he said me find tracks me follow tracks <laughs> me get hit by train <laughs> so please send your story yes please folks. i'm openly bleeding after that <laughs> oh man yes please send in some some stories obviously we need some help <laughs> podcast at tapinsulation.com oh man well that was that was good that was that that'll wrap us up the show's over yeah, that'll do it for now. Uh, folks, thank you for uh, tuning in. And, Absolutely. And I'm going to recover time. for that Be joke. Well. But, uh, folks, remember, keep your feet on those joists.